Hey everybody, how you doing? Bobby Blotzer from Rat here, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hi, this is Stephen Piercy from Rat. You're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, headbangers, this is Rudy Sarzo, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hey, this is Ingve J. Malmsteen, and you are listening to Iron City Rocks. Leonard Skinner, God and Guns Tour. Doors open at 6.30, Friday, July 29th, at Stage A.E. Outdoors. Skinner Nation Unite. Tickets are on sale now at all Ticketmaster locations or call 800-745-3000. For more info, visit PromoWestLive.com. Brought to you by PromoWest North Shore. Leonard Skinner, live from Freedom Hall, in stores now. Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh's rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues music scene. Episode 113, we decided to take the opportunity to speak to vocalist, songwriter, uh, and founding member of the hard rock band Rat. We're talking to Stephen Piercy. But before we get into the interview with Stephen, I do want to point out one thing. On episode 112, we interviewed Michael Wilton of Queensryche. Queensryche will be coming to the Palace Theater in August. We originally had reported that that was August 14th. Uh, that is incorrect. It is August 13th. That is a Saturday night. Uh, tickets, you can go to the Palace Theater's website to find out more information. So, without further ado, we're going to give you a little bit of one of Rat's early hits, Year in Love. And they get into a discussion we had with Stephen. You take the midnight subway train. You call another shot. You strip a lightning. You're in love. You take the evening one on one. You're only living. How are you doing? Great. How are you doing, Stephen? Oh, good. Good. Well, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about how the new record's coming and how the tour is shaping up. Oh, good. I was actually just listening to some tracks, um, depending on where it finds home. I'm so anxious to get some of this out because it's been such a long process. Not tedious, but mm -hmm. I mean, I'm actually enjoying taking my time, and I have yet to have a, a, a guest that I want on the record and so it's, it's still a couple months out yeah now are you um, are Unless, you I'm, I take a different approach to releasing it sure are you um, going to be using is, is the album primarily your touring band with you um no but I'm using I've used both drummers Greg D'Angelo ex-White Lion on some tracks and mm -hmm. I've used my uh, touring drummer Joaquin Revolta Okay. Rebelta, whatever his name I keep saying his name. <laughs> yeah. I just call him Walk. Yeah. <laughs> and Eric Barantino is my touring guitar player. He has yet to do some solos because, you know, this is another thing is, is 
I'm, you know, a lot of people really don't know. I've been a guitar player first and foremost. Yeah. One. I actually just stumbled into the singing thing, and it's an interesting story, which I'm sure I'll dabble in this book thing. Um, so I'm actually playing more guitar on this record than any of my solo records. I mean, I've actually played guitar on uh, some rat records, but I primarily leave it up to them. But this record in particular, Sucker Punch, I'm doing like 100% guitars and just bringing in solos, you know, guys for solos and stuff. Because mm -hmm. I hear it a certain way, and the only person who can play it that way is me. Sure. Now, you, like, even back in the early early days of Rat, I know your your name is pretty much credited on 99% of Rat's material. Did you do a lot of the riff writing there as well? Oh, yeah, of course. Sure. Songs like Give It All in Your Direction, Back mm -hmm. For More, um, You Got It. The whole EP, matter of fact, the whole um, Rat EP was Mickey Rat song that I okay. wrote. Except for You Think You're Tough, which Robin and I wrote, uh, one of the first songs we wrote. Okay. But yeah, it was primarily uh, my stuff. And, you know, it, 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 it depends. Like the last record, I had a few two riffs on and stuff like that. But I, my job is usually just to take their riffs and, you know, help arrange it and, um, you know, add my two cents and then do the lyrics. Mm hmm now, on, on the new record, are you doing the producing, or are you, you working with a producer? Um, I pretty much record same place, MT Studios, with Matt Thorne. Actually, he used to be a bass player at Rough Cut, and okay. he actually used to be in Rat, early version. And he actually used to be um, uh, in, um, well, yeah, he used to actually be in an early version of Rat when Jakey Lee was in the band. And, and he's the... Uh, I constantly use his studio because he does the bass on all my stuff. I mean, it's brilliant. I just walk out of there, and unless I need a certain bass player on it, he just does all the bass, and got it. he's my engineer, and we uh, co-produce it, and I'll executive produce it. And it, it's a good system, you know, because only I, only I hear it, you know. It's not as complex as it used to be recording a record. Yeah. You know? haven't hit these days. I mean, people are writing songs in their basement on... Casio machines, you know, four tracks, and they're having hits, you know, so anything goes, except that I've learned so much, I, I still use the, the Bow Hill rat vocal recording technique, that'll never go away, unless sure. I, you know, I want just the one vocal track and a certain different kind of sound or approach. Mm -hmm. So you're still more of a, an analog guy at heart? Mm-hmm, and I actually do that. And most studios are getting hip to it if they're hip at all is they'll have their analog machines and they'll put the drums on there and then bounce that to the, to the, uh, or they'll track whatever they can on analog. But most, mm -hmm. the primary instrument you want on analog is the drums, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Now when you do, you, you mentioned guest solos and I know a lot of your, your solo material are featuring guitarists like George Lynch. You mentioned Jake Healy. Do those guys, come into the studio to do those, or are you guys using, taking advantage of Pro Tools for things like that? Um, on some of the stuff, the re-recordings that I've done, projects, mm -hmm. I've had, that stuff is literally just flowing in. Okay. You know, I mean, that's how it's done. It's like a Jimmy Page, um, uh, P. Diddy, Zeppelin tune, you know? Right. They never saw each other. They did it over a wire, you know? And 
but uh, some stuff. Otherwise, if like I say, you know, if I really need what I need, you know, they'll be there presently. You know. Right. Now, the single that's out on iTunes now, I don't want to talk about it. Um, is that a pretty good sample of what we should expect from the full album? Or actually, is that something um, on the album, or is that just kind of a teaser to get yeah, us? Yeah, that song, you know, here, you know what's interesting is is I was so anxious to let people hear the, pro, you know, not literally just hear, you know, just saying, here, here's the music, you know. I, I wanted to hear the process. Yeah. Already I've redone that song. I've sang over it. There's double guitar parts. There's a different solo. I mean, pretty much the same solo, it's a different sound. Uh, you know, I'm actually playing a lot of solos on this record. Okay. Um, I tend to have that sloppy Perry Page kind of solo and solo style, <laughs> and uh, so if it's, it's the tune, but that song, um, don't want to talk about. Um, it's a rough version, and the newer version that will will be end up being the mastered version will uh, go on the record. But I just wanted people to get a inclination because you know what, I tend to find that some of the stuff that you track. Mm-hmm before you lay down the real stuff is better than what you end up with. Yeah, it's got that kind and, of rawness to it. Yeah, it's got that energy, that raw, and, and even the sounds you can't emulate again. It's like you don't need, don't even try, you know. Yeah. Your first takes are almost always the best takes, unless you're just an idiot, you know. Um, yeah, you lose uh, that spontaneity, you know, you, you practice a song over and over and over to make it perfect, and sometimes it loses its perfection. Yeah, you're correct. So I put that out. I wanted people to check it out, and and uh, I've been getting great feedback, and that's what I wanted to hear because, you know, that's the first song out, and it's not like it's a single per se because I'm going to consider all of my songs single, mm-hmm. and I actually might, you know, like I say, take a different approach to releasing the record. We'll know this week and mm-hmm. where every song will be a single, and you know. Um, but if it's an idea of what's on the record, kinda, but better. The songs are much, I mean, they just get better and better. Um, I pretty much tracked everything, but, you know, I, I write so much, and I've actually been working on this one song for like months, and all of a sudden the other day, I, you know, a few days ago, I was in my studio at home, and all of a sudden the song came together. I'm like, bingo, no way, this is an insane song it's going on the record so i have a new song to record now yeah Yeah, you seem to have no no lack of writing now when when you guys did infestation uh back uh what would that be two three years ago now um did you do a lot of the writing prior to going into the studio did you guys try to make that a little more collaborative we actually went back to the old rat way you know i went to warren's house and tracked on his, his studio stuff for about a good month and until it got painstaking, it was like, we've got to get in, you know, we've got to get in now and start working this stuff up. And we did. And I, I got to tell you, some of the stuff that didn't make it, you know, one of those songs is going on my solo record of mine. And, you know, there were plenty other songs. Um, but we went back to originally the rat way of writing. You, you know, you work on the ideas for a while and, you know, not up to you know, if Warren had his way, we would have, you know, worked on it a little further. Sure. Um, so let me get out of this noise. But um, it, it, it works. You know, we, we ended up doing the, the 
out uh, pretty good. Yeah, I, I would I would dare say brilliantly. I I can't uh, praise you enough for the work on infestation. I think to me one of the so strongest, delivered. very very strong album. Thank, thank you, I appreciate. It. And you know what's interesting is is you know I had lyrics pretty much written you know three quarters of the way when I went in there. And I rewrote the lyrics every morning, and some songs, actually, I had to rewrite lyrics. I rewrote them top to bottom, and it was crazy. Um, so, you know, that was, again, something different that I didn't expect to do. It's just that better things were there to talk about, and, you know, and my frame of, frame of mind at that time was just was just out there. So. Yeah. Now, um, you, you is Top Fuel Records is, is your brand? Is, is that your label specifically? And and do you work with other artists on that label? Yeah, you know, I get asked that a lot. It's just that I don't overindulge in stuff. You know, if mm. I like something, I'll spend time on it. The last band I had was an all-girl band, pretty much my the female Guns and Roses band. I mean, they imploded. They were so out of control, but they were brilliant, called Riot Brides. Okay. Um, these are their EP. I was able to get an EP out of them, and it's on iTunes, on Top Fuel Records. I've got, you know, Arcade, myself, Eric Ferentino's Anti-Division, and it, it's just that I've learned since day one. You know, some bands aren't as committed, so, you know, I spend all this time and money in, in studio, and next thing you know, these, these guys, you know, it's over with. It's like, no, it's not done like that. So, I've learned back, you know, I started it in 95 just for my stuff because I knew there was going to be a big change in the industry and uh-huh. I was going to be in control of my own stuff because we do own our own publishing and I wasn't going to let that change, you know. Yeah. So it was pretty much um, created for myself primarily and then I just, you know, started going, let's, let's, let's take it further and, you know, use it for... Um, songs I put on ESPN and the songs I release in movies and TV, and so I do a lot of other stuff. Sure. Now, you mentioned in there uh, arcades specifically. Um, I know yeah. half a decade or so ago there was some talk of a possible reunion with the lineup. Have you and Fred uh, touched base on that? I know he's. you guys are both kind of busy people, uh, Fred producing the heck out of everything in addition to touring with Cinderella. Um, have you well, guys ta- tossed that idea around at all? We actually have. And I've recently, um, actually, I've last week released Arcade Angry. It's called Angry A4. Okay. And it's on iTunes. It's a compilation of re- unreleased and, you know, demo versions and stuff. And, yeah, we have. We've actually talked about, you know, possibly doing one arcade record and... You know, maybe a couple dozen dates. I mean, there's interest. It's on radio still. I mean, they play it on, uh, you know, on Sirius and stuff. And, you know, it's just finding time. I mean, I really, he really had a a, a good thing going there for for a moment. You know, it was really good music. (laughs) And we'd like to do that again. I actually co-wrote a song on Sucker Punch with Fred and Oliver uh, Lieber, this guy, um, this other writer for Sucker Punch. So me and Fred are still real tight. Wonderful. Yeah, that's, that's great news. I know there, like you said, there's a lot of interest in, in Arcade, uh, even more so than I realized until I started digging in. Um, 
Going back to RAT, is there kind of an official timeline or a next step you foresee with those guys? Um, next step for us is to take care of unfinished business. And it's, you know, we're not that dysfunctional as, as people think. I mean, mm-hmm. there's other bands, you know, uh, but when you get to that certain caliber of, I don't know, success and, and whatever, you, you, you have these complications, you sure. know. Uh, next step is to take care of this unfinished business and deliver this the second record for Roadrunner. You know, we still have a record to give them. Hopefully it won't take 10 years, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope. Has there ever it's been... I got I to gotta tell you, I got to tell you, it's interesting. Um, Infestation was our 10th record, 10 years to make, and what else? It was like 10, 10, 10, I figured out the other day. Uh, anyway, pretty little trivia on the slide. That I was yeah, it would be a 10th record, 10 years to make, and I'm trying to think what the 10th one would be. Yeah, that's, we'll figure that one out. Yeah, weird. Have you guys tossed out the idea, or or maybe in the archives of, of the Rat and Roll camp, is there any possibility of like a live DVD or a live album? Is yes. that a, it's a great question, because I personally own the biggest collection of unreleased bootlegs. I mean, I have a great street team, my rat street team out there. They just give me these DVDs and CDs since day one. And we actually have been recording stuff since day one, really great material. And even when we were out with Ozzy in Europe, you know, I have every tape in every format of rat on the planet. It would probably take 10 years to put this together. And what I want to do is release first a live, uh, just music, a seed, uh, you know, the CD of live, uh, uh, rat through the years and then, uh, accompany it later with the visual. Yeah. Because I, like I say, I format every format, these tapes from touring Japan, Europe from 84 to present mm-hmm. and really good stuff. So yes, that will happen. Yeah, I, I know it would be great to get a chance to see Robin, you know, kind of back up on stage like we remember him, you know, a lot of this memory is unfortunately a little dusty. Yeah, yeah uh, of course. And, and you know, it's interesting because the stuff people tend to put out, up, i got to make this clear, the stuff people tend to put up of even my solo band and mm-hmm. and and Rats, per se, I mean, you got the phones going, you know? Yeah. And people are up front. They don't hear the lyrics. You know, they don't hear the vocals. They don't hear the guitar. And then you suck, and you suck, and you suck. It's like, no, you suck. Learn how to record this shit. Yeah. I, I, I had the pleasure of seeing you guys on, on the road with Extreme. Uh, oh, God, that was three, four years ago now. Uh, anybody that thinks Rat can't can't do it anymore is crazy. You know, I don't care what your well, iPhone you know, makes that look like. Yeah, I agree. And you know, another thing is, I mean, look, we I put I put Rat up against anybody. I don't give a shit who you are. We know what we can do. We mm-hmm. on our when we're on top, minus all the dysfunction, we're we're pretty hardcore. Yeah. And you know, that's the way we wanted it since day one. We didn't really care to repress darlings. We didn't give a shit about a lot of things. We just cared about making music and having this big party every night, you know. Yeah. Uh just so happens the big party killed the killed the music, you know. Yeah. Um but, you know, it, it's interesting because I, I I never claimed to be like a singer. And that's another thing that's like a peeve of mine, you know. It's like people it's like 
I never claimed to be a singer. You know, I mean, it's the best job I've ever stumbled on in my in my life. You know, mm-hmm. um, so when people go, oh, you know, you suck, it's like, well, thank you very much for the houses and cars and college funds. <laughs> you know, I appreciate. it. I'll keep sucking for you. you yeah, know? really. Wish I could figure out how to suck that bad. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Is there anything you have to do special? I, I you've got a voice that, uh, you know. It's pretty unique. I, I don't think anybody has to listen to a song and go, who's that singing when it's you? Is there anything you have to do special? Because, I mean, you don't have what I would consider the Bruce Dickinson type of voice. You've got, you know, a very sleazy, nasty kind of sound to your voice. Is there is anything special you do? Um, You know, no. Since day one, I've just, you know, it was have a drink and a smoke and get out there and yell. You know, what I do is I like to talk and laugh and joke and get my voice in gear an hour before I play. It's, it's okay. good. It's good exercise to, to to laugh and to talk and to and, and the same thing, the same process, cooling down. It's a warm up and cool down process. And you know, I'm fortunate um, that I don't really have to do much but just enjoy myself. And I, I'm old school, so I, I, you know nowadays I'm not really singing what's on record. And, and if you want to hear it, listen to the record because I, I sing as much as I can as close. But I mean, I got to get off too on that shit, you know. Yeah. So I had a tendency to do what like Page, the, I mean Plant does, Plant or uh, Halford or you know even Tyler, you know, try some stuff that's fun. You know, I'm old school. Eric Bloom, Blois to Call, Plant. So I tend to, you know, do a you know, see what I can, I'm capable of because the days of me screaming, I don't want to scream anymore, yeah. you know. That was because that's what everybody did, you know. And you've got to, you know, we did it back then just to prove hey, Because on Sucker Punch, i got to tell you, there's a couple songs on there to where I lower my register so much and then I kick it into gear. So it, it's, it's, it's a, nice a little contrast. different. I, I think people will get off on it. It's something new. You yeah. know, it's, yeah, you're doing I do get a lot that I sound like Mustaine. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that the other day. He's got a little more snarl, I think, than maybe. But, yeah, I, I've always, your voice to me almost has a, a bit of a bluesiness to it. Um, yeah, I don't know that I hear blues in Dave Mustaine's voice, but, you know. That's funny. I did this project, uh, Vertex. Mm-hmm. With Al Petrelli, and it was way outside there. I mean, we just did it because it was just an incredible project. It's like, here's a million bucks, go make an industrial record. We were like, okay. Yeah. Um, but somebody's, uh, the other day I was reading up on it, and somebody asked me if I was going to re release it, and I'm like, yes, I would love to re release that. We were very proud of it. You know, we, we stepped outside of the box, him and I, and, and really created something so out there. It was, ahead of its time. Nobody really got it. You know, they expected, yeah. you know, you think they're tough and stuff, and here we hit him on the head with me sounding like Mustaine, is what somebody said on that record, and I love that record. Yeah. Well, that's one of the great things, I think, between you having Top Fuel and, and iTunes, which you guys are taking maximum of advantage to. You know, it's great, because I know a couple of years ago when I went, went after the Mickey Rat album, it was kind of hard to find. Now I can pull up, you know, pull up the browser and bang, there's everything I need from you. It's wonderful. 
Yeah, I've actually released something um, called Radis Erectus. I'm releasing a lot of stuff right now. That yeah. That should have been released, and um, that is that is one of them. Um, is a new one called Mickey Rat Radis Erectus. It goes back to like songs I wrote in like 1978. I mean, because the minute I picked up a guitar back in the day, you yeah. know, I, I started writing my own music. Uh, because I thought that's what you do. Yeah, unfortunately, we yeah. Have covers, but we started writing immediately. Yeah, which is which is a great thing. Now the metal uh, in America tour you're starting in September, and I know you're doing a handful of dates. Is that going to be kind of a full blown tour? Um, well, I know we're proposing thirty something dates. Okay, and that's what we're looking at right now. Oh. Um. It's either going to be a package thing or me just going out beating everybody up here and there. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that's a moniker I've had around for a bit since uh, 2006-8. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. You know, by the way, I just released on iTunes. There's um, this project I call um, calling ITV in the band to where you become the singer of the songs and okay. I put the first sample single out there round and round without lyrics and you become the singer Ooh. and eventually it'll be a full record and uh, people can actually uh, request a song they want to be the singer of and I'll sell it to you. Yeah, nothing wrong. Yeah, I, I, I don't think anybody wants to hear me butcher round and round but that is, yeah, that's a cool <laughs> idea. Everybody's but, a singer. Everybody's a singer. Ooh, not me. Not me. Oh, by the way, my my band going out on oh, yeah. uh, Metal in America is Greg D'Angelo, that's White Lion, um, Greg Walls, early version of Anthrax, Eric Farentino's from Anti Division on my label. He's been in my band for about ten years. Mike Duda on bass from Wasp, and uh, myself, and we're gonna look for time. Rip it up out there, excellent. Yeah, it'd be cool to cool to see Mike coming back around as well. Hey, I, I was going to mention to you, um, I, I already have some Metal in America swag shirts okay. and all that on, on my site. So if people want to uh, go on there, it's uh, Stephen slash, not slash, uh, dash, dash. dash line, piercy dot com. Sure. And you can get on Twitter and Facebook and everything's just right there in its own yeah. world. Yeah, and we'll throw it. interview will probably go up there, too. Awesome. All right. You have a great Thank day. Thank you very much. Take care. Motley Crew is hitting the road. With Poison. With the band that inspired them both, the New York Dolls. A one-time only event. July 24th, doors at 5.30 at Stage A.E. Outdoors. Motley Crew. Poison. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster Outlets. Call 800-745-3000 or at Ticketmaster.com. For more info, visit PromoWestLive.com. Motley Crew, Poison, and the New York Dogs. More info at Motley.com. Brought to you by Promo West North Shore. Hey, this is Red Beach from Whitesnake, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. Scream your heart out and get ripped with Whitesnake. 
Snake. U.S. Tour 2011. Trip Total Media Amphitheater, August 16th. With special guest, Mr. Big. Tickets on sale now at all Ticketmaster outlets, Ticketmaster.com, or by calling 1-800-745-3000. The new album, Forevermore, available everywhere now. For more, see Whitesnake.com. Produced by Drusky Entertainment and Pittsburgh Concert Group. All right, a giant thanks goes out to Stephen Pierce here for taking the time to join us on the Iron City Rocks podcast. You can join us at ironcityrocks.com. We're also on Facebook as Iron City Rocks, and Twitter is Iron City Rocks, as you might have guessed. Uh, we invite you to check out our contest page on Iron City Rocks. Um, we'll be giving away, um, actually, the day that this is going to be released, we're giving away a pair of tickets to see Motley Crue and Poison. Uh, we're giving away a pair of tickets to see Amon Amarth, the Goo Goo Dolls, and uh, many, many more. So, Check that out when you have the time. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter as well. We deeply appreciate it. Any and all feedback as well, you can use those links. Uh, we have an old-fashioned email link uh, available on our website as well, so we invite you to get in touch with us whatever way you can. We deeply appreciate any feedback you might give us on iTunes as well. So for the uh, Iron City Rocks podcast, we'll catch you next time. 